Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, I also know it was a bad idea to tattoo my face, just so we're all on the same page, okay? (laughs) I feel some of you are like, okay, what's going on with this guy, you know? Are we at a show or are we being robbed, you know? You are at a show, but you might also be getting robbed. Time will tell, okay? I, uh, let's talk about me for a moment. We'll start with some basics. Uh, I live across the street from a 7-Eleven, all right? It's not funny yet, but okay, cool. <laughs> I, uh, I drink a lot of Mountain Dew, okay? It's like my only vice. I drink a lot of Mountain Dew. I'm in that 7-Eleven constantly drinking Mountain Dew, okay? Getting refills. I'm in there so often that everyone who works in that 7-Eleven, they have a nickname for me. When they see me, they call me Mountain Dew Guy. Yeah. Do you guys know how much Mountain Dew I have to drink not to have the nickname Throat Tattoo Guy? It is... a lot. The... <laughs> it's so much Mountain Dew, you guys. It's a lot. It's a... For me to walk into 7-Eleven and the guy to be like, Mountain Dew guy, and the new guy who works there to be like, not throat or face tattoo guy? He drinks more Mountain Dew than the fact that he ruined his life by tattooing his face? And the guy's like, yeah, what aren't you getting about this, you know? Yeah, uh, I also know it was a bad idea to tattoo my face, just so we're all on the same page, okay? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, when I tattooed my face, well, I didn't. When I got my face tattooed, when I got my face tattooed, I was like, there will be positives and there will be negatives, you know? I want to be honest with you guys. It has been mostly negative so far, okay? <laughs> I can't even think of one positive. I'm going to be real with you guys. Uh, So I'm here to make you laugh tonight, but I'm also here to say, if some of you are thinking about tattooing your face, probably don't, okay? (laughs) I saw 
I saw some of you come in and I don't think you could handle it. All right, it's not, <laughs> could not hack it. It's, it's rough out here. Uh, all my tattoos are real. I shouldn't have to say that. But sometimes after shows, I meet people and they're like, wow, crazy, man, you look crazy. Are those all real? And I have to be like, what, what are you talking about right now? Of course they're real. What do you think I drew all these on today? I just wake up every day and draw these on? Like what would I stand to gain from drawing fake tattoos on my throat and face? I just wake up every morning and I'm drawing them on like, you know what? I just want old people to be afraid of me. That's what I'm about, you know? I just wake up every day and draw tattoos on my fingers like, I just want to struggle in job interviews, you know? <laughs> one, one time after a show, a lady comes up to me and she's like, don't be so hard on yourself. And I'm like, thank you so much. Will you give me a job? And she was like, it's nice meeting you. <laughs> Come back. I need work. I, uh... Uh, I travel a lot for this job. This is my only job, which is, is probably not good. But you know what? I'm, I travel a lot. And people in other places, they're like pretty cool. Not very many people care about my tattoos. Uh, I live here in Utah. I gotta say, uh, some of you are not on board, okay? <laughs> I have a lot of weird experiences here that don't happen anywhere else. I'll give you an example. Once I got done with a show, uh, I'm here in Utah, I get done with the show, and an older gentleman comes up to me afterwards. So old, so, so old, you guys. Have you, ever, have you ever seen someone so old that if they were getting in the driver's side of a car, you'd be like, uh, is anybody else seeing this right now? You know? Do I have to stop? Am I the one? You know? How, how close are we to a farmer's market? Like. What is the danger level here is what, and he's so old and he comes right up to me and he, he goes, hey man, I love your comedy. Good job, staying off the streets. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, okay. <laughs> off the, what? Where did you learn how to talk like that? What are you, the coolest guy at your retirement home? You know? He's just like, I'm the Tupac of my friend group. Like what? just assumes I'm gangster because I have lots of tattoos. I am not gangster. That's not how it works at all, okay? I'm the least gangster person ever. I cry at the end of Toy Story 3 like everybody else, okay? That guy cried so hard, all right? Do you know, me and him, a lot of crying, okay? And yeah, man, it's not gangster. It just makes no sense. I got done... Here's another thing. I'm at a grocery store. I get in line behind this lady, just a regular lady, nothing going on. She doesn't notice me getting in line behind her. She's standing there. She turns around, she sees me, and she makes this noise. She goes, oh, 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 and then she left. She just left. With all her stuff. Like, yeah, uh, pretty sure she's stealing right now. Is anybody? Is, is anybody else watching her, you know? They were not, uh, yeah, so pretty sure she got away with like a lot of free stuff. Uh, oh man. <laughs> I don't know. You guys would be surprised to know though, despite all the weird interactions I have with people who like are weird about my tattoos or don't know what it's like to have tattoos, the weirdest interactions, my least favorite interactions are always with other people who are heavily tattooed. Not a fan of other heavily tattooed people, okay? Yeah. 
I'm calling it. It's not good. I know everything I need to know about another guy with a lot of tattoos, you know. Your parents hit you. School was hard. You like to bring a snake to the park, you know? I get it, you know? I don't want to have these weird conversations with guys. It's terrible. I'll give you an example, okay? I'm at Walmart. I'm standing in line. Everything's going fine. I'm in line a lot in my jokes, so just keep going with that. But I'm in, <laughs> I'm in line. I'm standing there. I look over, and I see this guy wearing a tank top, and he's bald head, completely covered in black and gray tattoos. His entire head is, like, covered in flames. He's got skulls and stuff. Obviously, he got all these tattoos in prison, okay? I feel some of you being awkward. He's not here. We're safe, all right? <laughs> Also, I'm allowed to make the judgment call, all right? So I see him, he sees me, and we make eye contact, and it's locked in for a second, and immediately I'm like, oh no, this guy's gonna try to talk to me, you know? Have you ever just seen someone in public who's gonna talk to you, and they're just so white trash, you don't have the energy to deal with them? <sighs> so many crazy people. So this guy, he comes up to me, all right, this dude at Walmart, covered in his tattoos, he comes up to me, his opening line to me, the first thing he says, he goes, hey man, where'd you do your time? <laughs> what? I've done zero time, everyone. I've never been to jail a day in my life, okay? This guy's, but he's like, he's just making an assumption about me, he's trying to connect with me. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna connect with him, I'll meet him halfway, I'll just mess with him a little. So I was like, you know how it is, man. Did five years in Azkaban, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He, he wanted to impress me so bad, he was like, word, all right, cool, cool. Like, all that time in prison and you didn't read one Harry Potter book. Seems, seems kind of like a waste, you know? I don't know what he's up to now, but I'm pretty sure it's not reading, so. It's not, not good. Oh, man. I'm super glad you guys laughed at that. <laughs> super glad. I have told that joke before and gotten zero. I, I did a show in Wyoming once. By the way, Wyoming, a dumpster fire pretending to be a state. Don't know if you guys <laughs> knew that. It is, it, is, it is one big Walmart parking lot. It is not good. <laughs> There's nothing there. Why are you there? Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm in, I'm in Wyoming, I'm in this tiny town doing a show to like this many people. It's a pretty big audience, all right? And I say that line, I say Azkaban, complete silence, all right? No, I'm just like, oh, okay, so y'all don't read. That makes so much sense, you know? It's rough. And then out of nowhere, a lady in the front row yells so loud, she goes, why do you go there? What? What are you saying? I, the, what, how? How? The first part of that joke, I say I've never been to jail a day in my life. The, it's not even a real place. Prison for wizards. Why are we, why are we having this conversation? And then, she, and then she goes, it is a real place. That's that place in San Francisco. <laughs> nope. Nope. That is... Not correct, okay. You, you are thinking of Alcatraz, okay, which has been closed for like 50 years. So you're not even right if you were right. I don't, 
you know? And then the audience is like on her side for no re- It's just so weird. It's the weirdest experience. And then, and then she says, agree to disagree. Like that's not how that, it's not how anything works. What? Why is this happening to me right now? And one guy in the audience was like, she got you though. And I was like, she didn't though. She did not. No one got anyone. She's so wrong, you know? I wanted to be so mean to that audience, but I was like, they live in Wyoming, so punish, you know? (laughs) The punishment fits the crime, really. So bad, so awful. So yeah, don't go there. I don't know, it's not good. I shouldn't, I talk bad on Wyoming like I have my life together. I do not. Uh, as my life is a complete disaster. I sneezed on a baby recently. Yeah, that's a thing I did. I was holding a baby and I had to sneeze and I just hard sneezed into its face. So hard, you know? And my friend is standing there and he's like, hey man, uh, real quick, uh, did you just sneeze in my son's face? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did that, yep. And he was like, why? And I was like, well, I'm, I have the baby. And I was like, I got to sneeze so I could, I was like, I could drop the baby or I could sneeze on this baby right now. You know, those are my two options. And he was like, why? You could turn your head and sneeze the other way. And I was like, that third option was not apparent at the time, you know? It just didn't occur to me in the moment. He's like, you need help. I was like, I do though. You know, it's, I'm, at least I'm not from Wyoming. I have that going for me. Oof. <laughs> Ugh. I get it from my mom. She's a crazy person. Does anyone else relate to that? She's a wild woman, all right? Those people get it. And so, yeah, my mom, she's, here's a, a thing that happened recently. I laughed at my mom so hard in public that she started yelling at me. You know, here's the backstory. Have you ever, by the way, laughing so hard, like falling down in the aisle at the grocery store. And I laughed, here's what happened. She told me her dog had diabetes, okay? And I started laughing so hard. No, it's so fat, of course it does. You know, it's so big. And she was like, it's not funny. How could I have known he has diabetes? And I'm like, probably, cause he looks like a propane tank with legs. That's how, you know? There were so many clues. He's huge. Of course he's diabetic. And then, also, you feed him people food all the time. I caught her feeding him Doritos Locos Tacos from Taco Bell once. It's like, why are you, why are you feeding him the more expensive tacos, you know? She, this is true, she goes, he prefers them. What? Did he tell you that? What is happening here? Also, he's a chihuahua. We get it, you know? It's ridiculous. My mom, so we're, we're a Jewish family. She names the dog Mazel Tov, okay? She's telling me about him getting diagnosed. She takes him to the vet. She's got one of these crazy vets who like talks to their animals like they're patients, you know? So he's like sitting there with my mom and the dog. It looks him, the dog, right in his stupid, fat, diabetic face, okay? <laughs> No one feel bad for him. He's not here. We can make fun of him. Also, he's a dog. He has no idea what's happening at all times, okay? (laughs) So she looks, or the the vet looks right at him and goes, Mazel Tov, you have diabetes. Like that is incorrect. That seems anti-Semitic. I know it's not, but it felt like it. 
<laughs> when she told the story. Ugh. She's out of control. She bought a computer recently. She wouldn't let me help her set it up. And then like an hour after she bought it, she calls me and she's like, hey, I'm locked out of my computer. I can't get in. Can you get into my computer for me? I'm like, I can't get into your computer. What do you mean, you're having trouble? And she's like, yeah, I don't remember my password. I was like, just, you're gonna have to remember it. I don't know how to get into your computer for you. So she gets mad, she hangs up on me. She calls me back like half an hour later. She's like, didn't need your help. Got back into my computer. I'm like a hacker. <laughs> no, no, mom, you're the opposite of a hacker, okay? You, you forgot Caps Lock was on. That is not what a hacker is. You know? <laughs> I'm a hacker. No. False. <laughs> so bad. I don't know. I talk bad. I, I have no right to talk bad about my mom, though. Beyond sneezing on a baby, I'm, like, really bad at everything. I, rec I don't even know how debt works. I recently found that out when my dentist sent me to collections... Yeah, my dentist sent me to collections. The collection agency calls my phone. I answer because I don't know who it is. And they're like, hey, we're trying to collect a debt. Give us the money. And I was like, uh, no, you know? No, I'm just not going to. And he's like, what? And I was like, what are the consequences if I don't give you money? And he was like, we're gonna make your credit bad. And I was like, not possible. Yeah, my credit's already really bad. My credit score is so bad, it also has face tattoos. Do you guys? It's so bad. Ugh, it's, I've been denied for a Best Buy card. Do you know what that, that's, I've seen a bird accidentally fly into Best Buy and leave with a card. It's so easy to get one. When I got denied, the guy in, in the Best Buy was like, I'm so sorry, this has never happened before. Like. He was embarrassed for me, you know? It was so bad. It was so bad. And so I like tried to get a cell phone once and they were like, it's a thousand dollar deposit and then we'll let you buy a phone. I was like, I will leave here with two tin cans and string, okay? That's so much money, I don't have that money. So anyway, my credit's really bad. It's, it's like, so I'm not worried about it. So I'm like, well, do you have another thing? Tell the debt collector like, Listen, I'm not worried. Do you have another thing? And he's like, we don't have another thing. And I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and not pay you then. I'm going to choose that option. And he was like, this has never happened before. It's like, well, you know, it was the first time for everything. So I'm going to go ahead and hang up now. And he's like, have a good day, I guess. You know? We were all very confused. It was a lot of first times for everyone, you know? So we both hang up the phone. I call my dentist. I'm like, hey, why'd you send me to collections? And the front desk lady answers it, by the way. And she's like 100 years old, and her name is Gertrude, because of course, you know? Everyone named, uh, everyone 100 years or older has a name like Gertrude. And I'm like, why are you even working there? You've been out of the teeth game forever, you know? She's so rude. No one feel bad for Gertrude, okay? She's so rude. And I'm like, why'd you send me to collections? Why don't you just call me and ask me to pay the bill? And she's like, I sent you letters. I was like, yeah, and I threw them away like an adult, you know? I'm not, I'm not reading your letters, Gertrude. I'm not your sweetheart from World War II, okay? No one reads letters in 2017. Text me, anything else, you know? So she's like, I don't know what to tell you. You're already at collections. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I have to find a new dentist. That's weird. So... You know, that happened. So turns out, by the way, collection agencies call me all the time. And I'm just like, listen, do you have another thing? And they're like, this is our only thing. And then I'm like, well, I'm going. And I hang up, you know?
It's a repeating process. Well, it turns out collection agencies do have another thing. They have one more thing. They can, they can send someone to serve you papers to take you to small claims court to get that money, okay? But here's the thing about serving someone papers. To serve them papers to bring you to court, they have to get you to admit you are who you are, okay? <laughs> so it's like three in the afternoon one day, and I hear a knock at my door. And I answer the door, and it's this guy standing there with a clipboard. And he's like, hey, are you Shane Smith? And I was like, no, never. What? What's going on? And he's like, uh, does Shane Smith live here? And I was like, I don't know, pretty big place. Never seen anyone by that name here, you know? He was like, uh, looks like a very small apartment, actually. It's like you're splitting hairs right now, guy, you know? What, are you trying to insult me? What's going on? And that's when I realized he's standing there with a clipboard, and on that clipboard is a, my Facebook profile printed out on it. So he's seeing me, see him, looking. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today down at me with my stupid tattooed face on the clipboard looking right back up at him seeing me see him I think I said that right and it's so it's so awkward and he's like okay well if you're not Shane Smith who are you and it's like 3 p.m. I had just woken up I'm not ready to be someone else you know I just said the first name that came to mind I was like uh Bruce Wayne I'm Bruce Wayne he was not impressed you know in hindsight, I could have thought of a better name. So he's standing there looking very defeated. And that's when I realize I am wearing Batman pajamas. Yeah, not good. And I was like, so, so I was like, uh, is this your only thing? And he was like, yeah, man, this is my only thing. And I was like, so I'm going to go now. And he was like, have a good day, I guess. It's like, all right. So I'm pretty sure that's going to work itself out, you know. There are no consequences. I don't know if you guys knew that. There are no consequences to debt. Like, what are they going to do? Send me to Alcatraz? Can't. It's been closed. Thank you. It's been closed for like 50 years. Yes. Oh, man. I, uh, not good with people. Saw a lady recently crying in the middle of the aisle at Target just in the middle of ugly crying, hard crying, okay? And I was like, oh no, I should do something. So I'm in Target, I get myself ready, she's crying so hard. I go right up to her and I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, uh, I think you mean to be in Walmart right now? So, <laughs> nailed that interaction, yeah. How about, how about don't cry in Target, Karen, okay? 
I'm not paying an extra 15 cents for macaroni and cheese to see you cry. Target is for champions, okay? Ridiculous. Ugh. So bad. So, so bad. My friends are so dumb. Ugh. I know a lot of dumb people. There's a lot of dumb people who live in my neighborhood. This is the thing that happened to me recently. I'm walking around. I see all these people gather around a tree. They're all like around this tree. I'm like, what is this? And I walk up and they're like, they're all standing there and I see one guy and he goes, hey man, there's a cat stuck up on the top of this tree. Look at you with all your tattoos. You're not afraid of anything. Why don't you climb up and get it down? Uh, that's not how tattoos work, guy, okay? Yeah, yeah. You don't tattoo the fear out of people. That's not a thing that's never been a thing. No one's like getting a tattoo and the tattoo artist is like, how does it feel? And the guy's like, oh, it hurts real bad, but I don't care about sharks anymore, you know? <laughs> Silly. Cat's probably still up there. I don't know, you know? It's ridiculous. I'm afraid of tons of stuff. So many things, you know? Spiders, very top of the list of things I'm afraid of, right? Can I get some backup? Spiders are scary. Thank you. My idiot friends, they're like, hey man, why are you afraid of spiders? You're 90% more likely to be killed by a vending machine than a spider. Like, what are you talking about right now? I'm not afraid of spiders because I think they're going to kill me. They're creepy. I don't want them on me or near me, you know? You're so dumb. You know what? I'll be worried about vending machines the way I'm worried about spiders when vending machines start using spiders' tactics, okay? When I open my shower curtain to take a, sh a shower and there's a vending machine inside <laughs> waiting to tip over on top of me, I'll start worrying about it, all right? When I'm like playing video games and I have to tell my friend to look out because a vending machine is descending above him on a web, <laughs> You know, then we'll start worrying. <laughs> you imagine it crushes him. The paramedics come and they're like, we're sorry, we couldn't save him. We're so, so sorry for your loss. Doritos. Like, no, man. <laughs> so dumb, 90% more likely. Like what? No one ever, that doesn't make sense. Why, how are you drawing that parallel? No one ever got killed by a spider because they bought a Butterfinger from it and it wouldn't give it up, you know? That's never happened. How about this statistic? 100% of people killed by vending machines are morons. How about that? You know? <laughs> I'm always, I've been telling that joke for a while and I'm always afraid I'm gonna tell that joke one time and there's gonna be one person in the audience who's like, my husband was crushed by a vending machine. And I'm gonna be like, oh no, but it was pretty funny though, right? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Spiders, so scary. Eight-legged nightmare factories, you know, it's not good. The only thing worse than a spider, people love spiders as pets. What is happening there? You maniacs, you know? I hate it so much. And they always say dumb stuff too. Spiders are more afraid of you than you are of them. False, not real. <laughs> nope. No spider is more afraid of me than I am of it, okay? No spider has ever caught me in bed and been like, well, I am sleeping in the living room tonight. That's never happened. No, no spider has ever seriously considered burning its apartment down because it found me, you know? No, that's never happened. No spider has ever been peeing in the middle of the night 
and then I ran past it, and it peed all over itself, okay? <laughs> that joke is so much more real than I want it to be. It's... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is my job now. This is my job, but I used to have a day job I used to have a day job working with disabled kids. That's true. And here's a real thing. You've never been insulted until a kid with autism insults you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Working with this kid, this 11-year-old kid. He's autistic. One of my favorite clients I ever worked with. Loved this guy, okay? He's like, hey, I want to go to the mall. I want to go to the Lego store. Will you take me? I was like, yeah, man, I'll take you. So I'm driving him to the Lego store, okay? I'm having a terrible day. He can totally tell. It's written all over my face, okay? It's the only thing that's not. And I'm, you know, I'm having, so I'm having this terrible day and he can tell and he wants to cheer me up. So this little kid, he looks over at me, puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, Shane, you're the coolest person I know. And then he looks out the window and he goes, oh, I gotta meet more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to this day, I don't know if he was being mean or if that was the autism. What was that? What? So I left him at the Lego store, you know? He's their problem now. <laughs> All right, you guys. I'm gonna tell you one more story and then we're gonna get out of here, cool? Good, you guys have been great. Thank you so much for coming out, this is good. All right. Last story, last story coming down the pipe. Now this one's gonna get a little weird. I need you all to stay on board. The payoff is worth it, okay? I promise you. It's gonna get real weird. Stay with me, okay? Now here's the deal. I, before I worked with kids, I was a professional criminal. I was a gang member for about four years. That's true. And I know some of you were like, what? Earlier in the act, you said you weren't a gangster. Well, yeah, that's the first rule of the streets. Trust nobody, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was a gang member. And when I tell people that, a lot of the time they're like, whoa, were you a crip or were you a blood? And I'm like, that's not how it works. You don't just go out for the big gangs like it's a college or something, you know? No one's like, I wanna be a blood, but the Latin kings are my safety gang, you know? <laughs> You don't, you don't try to be in a gang. It just happens to you. Usually you're in denial. People are like, I think you're a criminal. And you're like, there's no way I'm a criminal. I work at Hot Topic, okay? There's no way. There's no way. You know, Tupac was never like, brop, brop, brop. Oh no, I'm late for my shift at the mall. And then left, you know? That's not how it works. But eventually it sneaks up on you and you're kidnapping someone for, for money and you're telling your friend like, how cool is it we're making money to do this? Oh, that's right, I'm a criminal now. Okay, cool, you know? It gets serious fast. Also, you guys, no one be awkward. It's not what you think. It was just mostly like violent crimes and robberies and stuff, okay? <laughs> so, during this time when I was a criminal, all right, I had a best friend. Now his name was Angry Anton. Not a clever nickname, all right? <laughs> Just an angry guy. You know, sometimes you meet people and they're like, nickname is Little John, but they're seven feet tall. And you're like, oh, that's cute. It was not that, okay? It was just lazy, lazy nicknaming. He was just angry all the time. 
He was very scary. He was bigger than me. He was way more heavily tattooed than me. And I know a lot of you are like, how is it even possible to be more heavily tattooed than you? His entire face was completely covered, 100%. So he was basically like if you got a second grader and you pulled him to the side and you're like, draw me what you think a murderer looks like. And then they drew him and you'd be like, that is way correct. That's so correct. That's so scary. Where are your parents, you know? He's so scary. Just a few stories to like reiterate how scary he is. Once we were at a restaurant and we were in the bathroom and in this particular restaurant, they had like an area where all their toiletries were where you could just get to them and we were stealing them, okay? Cause you know, we just, we wanted toiletries, we're not gonna pay for them. So we have a backpack and we're stuffing like toilet paper and soap and all this stuff, we're stealing. A uniformed police officer walks into the bathroom while we're stealing, sees us, Anton stands up, says, what's up, to the police officer, and the police officer said, excuse me, closed the door, and left the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, eventually I was like, I gotta get out. And so when you get out, the government helps you usually. You have to cut ties with your friends, your family, everybody who has any tie to that lifestyle, okay? And move on. And usually the government will give you a job to help you move on before so that you don't end up in prison. Sometimes the government lets you work with disabled kids, all right? Yeah, I know, they should change that. So anyway, <laughs> it worked out for me, but I feel like maybe not so much for other people. And. <laughs> so, I have this new job, I have this new life. Now, uh, Anton was a bad person. Objectively, yes. I agree with all of you. He was a bad person. But also, he was always good to me. He was a loyal friend. I'd known him forever. I couldn't get rid of him. I kept him around in my life just a little bit. Just talking to him through emails, being his friend, okay? Trying to be there for him. So I'm moving on with this new life, it's like a year later, and I'm working at this facility for disabled kids, okay? Now, working at this facility, I worked with a lot of Christian people, I worked with a lot of LDS people, Mormon people, and they're all like really jazzed up to work with me. All these upright, good people, and then me, you know? And they're just like, oh man, isn't Shane cool? Knowing about my past, like, he says the S word sometimes. <laughs> crazy, you know? So they're way jazzed up to work with me, and it's going pretty well. Now, at work, there's this guy named Mike, okay? Now, Mike had a weekend job working at a summer camp, okay? And one day, Mike comes up to me, and he's like, hey, I work at this camp, all right? And we just barely got this group of new kids, this new program we're doing. Now, these are kids that are going down the same path you went down when you were a kid, okay? They're making all the same mistakes, and they're going down the same path. Would you like to come, give them a talk, maybe try and set them straight, make them work out, do like some boot camp stuff, and just trying to like teach them the right ways to do things? And I'm like, yeah, man, anything to keep kids from going down the same road I went down, you know? Anything to stop kids from doing the gang life. And he's like, all right, and if there's anyone you wanna bring with you to help, let me know. And I was like, I know just the guy, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. It's the weekend, and we show up to work with these kids, and he's like, hey, the counselor who normally, normally works with these kids isn't here, but the kids are in this barn. So he brings me and Anton to this barn, okay? Yeah, all these kids are there, 
and they do not look happy. And he's like, these are the kids. I'm going to go down the way and like play guitar or do whatever, do crafts. I don't know what he did, you know? And he's like, I'm going to do this. Now you guys are going to talk to these kids, make them work out, set them straight. And we were like, oh, we got this. So he leaves and immediately we start laying into these kids, okay? We are saying a lot of things to these kids. We're yelling at them. One of them looks Anton in the face and he's like, if you make eye contact with me again, I will pluck yours out and eat them. Yeah, I was like, whoa, two, where you leave yourself nowhere to go from there, you know? Where you can't just open up without eat your eyes. That's too much. You have nowhere else to go, you know? So we're just yelling at these kids. We're screaming at them. We're making them work out. They're doing push-ups. They are not pumped. It's like 2004, so we find the kid with like the puka shell necklace. He's the leader. We're just, we're really giving it to him, you know? And so eventually one of these kids stands up and he's like, I'm not doing another push-up. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're like, uh, you know, you are going to do one. And Anton gets right in his face and he says, do push-ups or consequences. And the kid says, my parents will sue you. So a couple minutes later, he's choking this kid, right? <laughs> so hard. He's choking. So, and so all the other kids are freaking out now. And they're just like, Shane, do something. And I'm like, what? So I can get choked too? No way. You know, I'm the, he's done this to himself. So now, <laughs> so now everyone's doing push-ups. They're doing so many push-ups, okay? They're so scared. And now people are crying so much. There's crying a lot, way too much. And I'm just like, these gangster kids are like, all of them are crying. So much snot. And I'm just like, we can see you crying. Like, get it together, you know? You're embarrassing. And that's when I'm like, what is with all these kids crying? And like, parents sue you? Bad kids don't have parents. And then I'm like, so I'm like, I got to figure something out. So I'm like, Anton, are you going to be okay alone with these kids? And he's like, I got it. Cool. So I go down the way to talk to Mike. I'm like, hey, Mike, what's going on? Uh, nothing weird going on back there. Uh, you want to tell me some more about these kids, how they're going down the wrong path, the same path I went down? And he's like, yeah, man, these are just kids that are like not listening to their parents. Some of them fell asleep in church, you know? <laughs> Sloughing class. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, cool. I'm gonna go now. Yeah, not gang members, just moderately bad Mormons, okay? <laughs> These kids are not, they're not ready for the heat we are bringing, okay? 
I thought they were like hardened killers. They're so soft. These are just soft white kids. I don't, I'm so worried. And then I have left them alone with Anton. Grown men shouldn't be alone with him. I'm running back to the barn, okay? I practically kick open the door. Inside the barn, everyone is shirtless for no reason, okay? All the kids have formed a circle, and in that circle, two kids are fighting to the death, Thunderdome style, hard crying. Anton is just egging him on, and I'm like, dude, shut it down. Like, it's a, what is happening? Like, all the kids in the corner, and he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, get these kids over here. And he's like, talk to me. What's going on, man? And I was like, dude, we are, we're in so much trouble. Like, dude, we're going to jail for sure. Like, we've said, so these, these kids, he's like, what's going on? I'm like, they're not gangsters. They're just like falling asleep in church. And he's like, I've never even been to church. I was like, I know, okay? I, I, we've said so many things. You choked a kid, pretty sure that happened, okay? Uh, I think I told another kid I'd kill his dog. We've said so many things. We're going to prison, you know? We're going to prison for sure. And he's like, dude, I got this. Don't worry about it, I got this. And I'm like, okay. So he lines all the kids up and he's like, hey everyone, you're reformed. And he's like, they're like, yes, we are reformed. <laughs> Please make it stop. And he's like, you're good, you're good. You're all reformed. And he goes, here's the deal. Uh, if any of you tell anyone about this ever, we will kill all of you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're so scared. And so <laughs> we're standing there and uh, we're like, okay, it's over. So we left, we left that weekend. I'm like, basically wait, I just go home. I'm like, I just wait for the police to come collect me, you know, <laughs> going to jail for real. And uh, didn't happen. Two days go by, no jail, work with Mike, two shifts, never mentions it. Uh, it's been about 10 years now, not one of those kids snitched on us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not one of those kids said a single word to us or to anyone about anything about us, which is crazy. I'd like to think a lot of those kids are 12, 13, okay? It's been about 10 years. <laughs> They're very young, okay? It's, it's been so long, it's been like 10 years now, and I'd like to think that some of those kids are like now graduating from Ivy League schools, and they're just like, yeah, once I fell asleep in church and I got my act together because my mom hired gang members. <laughs> one of them choked us, another one threatened to kill my dog. I never did anything wrong again. Thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> If you love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. Join the fucking funny community today. <laughs>